Hello, everyone. Thank you for joining us on this late Saturday night podcast. Um, Thursday night uh, was canceled um, because me and Marvin were both uh, extremely busy with schoolwork. So here we are, Saturday night podcast. Um, Schedule is still Thursday night. Um, But from here on, just um, one Saturday night podcast. Okay, so uh, we have a lot to discuss tonight, and uh, starting with um, the Astros sign uh, sign stealing, um, new evidence came. There's a lot, a uh, lot of more things that we need to discuss uh, that we didn't discuss on Tuesday's podcast. So, if Marvin, you want to get it started? Yeah, and. Uh... <laughs> I'm happy you're doing this Saturday because, you know, gave me a little, a, a few days to calm down uh, after Tuesday. But, yeah, so new evidence came out with the Astros scandal. Um, A.J. Hinch, Scora, who was the manager of the Red Sox, and Carlos Beltran, the, the new manager of the Mets, um, are all being interviewed and are all being investigated. They have been accused of being heavy, heavily involved in this um, Astros scandal. And then we just, a few minutes ago, Ken Rosenzoll, Evangelic. Um, new evidence comes out that there was an email in 2017. A high executive uh, in the Houston Astros organization sent uh, uh, asked scouts for help, and they suggested to use the center field, the, the the camera, which was placed in center field, which was uh, direct. The feed was then di- was then uh, directed to a monitor in between the dugout and the clubhouse. And then you know they would try to decode signs, and then once they once they would decode the signs, they would make a uh, verbal noise, uh, or bang like a loud can. noise from the dugout, a trash can, bat rack, whatever it is, whatever it was really, that would alert the actual hitter. A changeup would be if you would hear bang, it would be a fastball or um, slider. Uh, and then there was also another another thing came out from. Uh, Thank you, Trevor Pluffy. Uh, I hope I'm saying that right. Uh, he said that they using that there was an earpiece. Uh, so basically, actually, let's say the dugout couldn't come up with the right uh, coding, or the Houston hair couldn't hear the the bang in the dugout. Look out towards the right center. Look out towards right center field, and you see the Astros bullpen. Just had an earpiece, uh, and he was listening to the people there watching the, the TV. Uh, in the runway, the uh, try to decode the signs, and once he would hear what they uh, came up with, he would put hands up for fastball, and I believe it was a hands down uh, for changeup. So they did it in a lot of different ways. Um, they tried to steal signs in a lot of different ways. One thing that illegally. came to my mind that's pretty funny actually is uh, you realize that the next time they play at Yankee Stadium, all the fans are going to be banging on metal things. <laughs> That'd be funny. Oh, I hope that happens. I want to go to the first yeah, Yankee, uh, Yankee yeah. Astro game. See all that. That would be a lot of fun. And you just got and where the and where the Houston trash shows the shirt yeah, you just, just got, got from a, John Boy. Yeah, I just got a new shirt from John Boy. <laughs> was it a hoodie? Yeah, it was a hoodie actually. Uh, Houston trash shows. Um, and then it shows a picture of a garbage can. It's it's pretty funny. Um, and you know I like all the the attention focused on the Astros and them cheating. Um. You know, there were discussions. I don't think they're true or anything, but my brother-in-law actually told me that uh, the Astros could have their um, championship taken away, which I don't think they'll take it that far. But, you know, it is a possibility if they've been che- if they've been cheating for the entire season. Just think about that. The entire season. And playoffs. And the playoffs. You know, it's a possibility. Then, then what happens? Is there just no 2017 champion? You know, you got to... And also a uh, another another funny joke I I saw, um, so it, it was a Wikipedia page of uh, the 2017 World Series, and uh, the MVP was the center field cameraman, uh, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so it's, it's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, will they take it that far? I don't know. Um, it depends 
on really all the evidence they bring up about it. Um, if they bring up new evidence, like like they 100% were using it in the playoffs, every at-bat or most at-bats, stuff like that, everyone used it to their advantage, that maybe they could take it that far. But what I don't understand is how did no one realize? Like, um, yeah, the one White Sox pitcher, uh, he did realize. Danny Farquhar. Yeah, he, he didn't um, – you didn't think it was anything like a video camera or anything, but like once you rewatch like videos, because there's a few games actually, once you rewatch them, like you think so obvious, you know, you can hear it clearly in the background. How did no one realize? I guess maybe because you're looking, you're hearing for the banging, so you realize it. But like, like right. it's, it's weird that you don't hear a loud banging from the dugout every at bat or so, or, or whenever they whenever they decided to use it. So. You know, it's just it's weird, man. To to be honest with you, I think that you know you're watching the game or your or the batters. You know, they're so the pitcher is so focused on the catcher's signals, he doesn't hear anything around him. He's in the zone. Same thing if you're a fan. You're a fan. You're, you're watching the pitcher. You're watching the batter. You're not listening for anything else. You know, you, and and if you hear a banking, you think you usually you usually think it's coming from the stands. You don't think it's coming from the dugout. Yeah, maybe. So, you know, there's a lot of noise maybe in the stands during games. You know? Yeah. You, don't, you don't think you would hear it from the dugout, right? Unless unless Brett Gardner would go up and bang the dugout roof, mm, then then funny. you know it's in the dugout. Yeah. Um. So yeah, further investigations will go on. Um. You know, every day they're coming out with new evidence and uh, new news to tell. Um. So we'll just uh, we'll just keep. Yep. They guys... they interviewed Mike Fires. Mike Fires is getting interviewed by MLB. Hmm? Yeah, yeah. So. Like I said, new investigations every day. So, yeah, we will keep you guys updated on uh, all the things. So, there are a few topics that we need to discuss. So, on um, all things, the Houston trash rooms. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> all right. No, <laughs> so, uh, Madison Bumgarner, um, there are rumors of him going to the Yankees. Um, that's, what did you say, like a second? A second option? Plan B. Um, I know he had a 3.90 ERA this season, but to be honest with to be fair, in his defense, he was with a Giants team that was rebuilding. He wasn't really in a good environment, not a good winning environment for the last few years. We know what he can do in October. We've seen it before. I've seen it three times. So, you know, we know there's no question about what he can do in October. Postseason pitcher ever. That's... Yeah, really. So I mean, there's yeah. nothing. It's just you get to October, and if you have Madison Bumgarner on your team, excuse me, you will benefit from that, right? Mm-hmm. You would you would feel very comfortable going to him at any time in the game, anytime. Let's say any any time. Um, let's say you need a you need a stopper. Let's say you lose two games in a row, you need a stopper. Go to Madison Bumgarner. You need in game seven. You need a guy to come out of the bullpen, finish the game. Go to Madison Bumgarner. One game playoff, go to Madison Bumgarner. This guy, Bumgarner, man, that's what they call him, Mad Bum. Mad Bum, yep. He's so clutch. He's so clutch in the playoffs time and time again. And he, I don't think he's stopped. I don't think he's out of his prime. I don't think any of that. I think it's just because the Giants since 2014 have been, or 2016, have just been rebuilding. It's been the end of an era. So, in the 2016, they made the playoffs. They beat the Mets in the wildcard game. Bumgarner well, eight scoreless innings in that game, and they haven't made it back to the playoffs, I believe, since then. So, you know, it could be you know the rebuilding. I think you know they haven't rebuilding. So if, we, if we look at the moves they made the last few years, so him being free agent now, our teams are our teams are gonna be in on him. Uh, I think after Cole and Strasburg sign, you're gonna see people go after Bumgarner. And then I I think whoever gets him, and if they're if they're a playoff team, watch out. Um, yeah, I agree. Uh, Madison Bumgarner, uh, the best playoff pitcher ever, or one of the best playoff pitchers ever. Um, you know he was crazy when he was pitching, um, in the playoffs. You know in previous years, but um, yeah, you said he's a plan B, but exactly he is a plan B, which is. If you um, tell me either him or Cole, I would say Cole any day. Um, even though he could, he could 
he is probably better in the playoffs. But Cole, you know, he's just an all-year-round guy, you know. He pitches crazy in the in um in the regular season and in the playoffs, like we just saw. You know, he had one bad game, uh, game one. And uh, you know, that was that was it. He was lights out the rest of the games, um, the entire postseason. And that's why I would rather I would rather Cole. You know, he's um since May, um uh, before the playoffs obviously he hasn't lost a game. Uh he finished since April. Like late April. I uh, believe April twenty second. He hasn't he has yeah. you know, he's only lost one game and that was game one of the World mm-hmm. Series. He hasn't lost. Yeah. So he was it's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Twenty and five. That's that's cra- that's a crazy record. How he didn't win the Cy Young. Uh, that's- Verlander got a no hitter. I think that's the only I mean, reason why he didn't win the Cy Young. Also, I feel like Verlander. I felt, to be honest, with you, going into the playoffs, I felt Verlander was better. And then, well, we saw no the playoffs, that Cole no was way. better. Cole was. I know he was the hottest insane. pitcher, but I mean, Verlander's got a no hitter. You can't really. No hitter is tough to do. So, no hitter will really give. If you're a good pitcher and you got a no hitter, I don't care. I don't care how you do the rest of the season. If you're still a formidable pitcher, Formidable guy, a formidable pitcher. You're gonna have a lot of votes in the Scion by by the writers in the Scion race, and I think that's what was the difference. I think that's. I was reading articles um, after the regular season on who will win the Scion, and they were saying the the difference might just be that Verlander got the, got the no hitter, and Cole did as great as he was, and I think he's a better pitcher than Verlander now, as we saw in the postseason. I just don't think Cole was the better guy in the regular season. That's not saying that he wasn't amazing because he was and he got down the stretch. I mean, we all know what he did. But going into the playoffs, if you would ask me who would you rather face, Verlander or Cole, I would have told you Cole. Yeah, 100%. Um, I just didn't fear Cole. I mean, I did fear Cole, but I didn't fear him as much as I would have Verlander because Verlander, you know, oh, my gosh, he just threw a no-hitter in the regular season. Excuse me, my bad there. Um, he just went out here in the regular season. Verlander, we know all that we all know what he can what he can do once the playoffs come. So imagine him doing that in the regular season. What could he do in the playoffs? That that was my thoughts. Um, yeah. No disrespect to Garrett Cole going what was it sixteen and zero before the playoffs, but yeah, just Verlander, I thought was too good. Now I think Cole's too good, obviously. So yeah, I agree. Um... Um. Uh, yeah, obviously that no hitter, that probably did uh place Verlander above Cole, and yeah, I do agree that now Cole is, uh, the better pitcher. So, no, that's that's all I gotta say. Also, one more thing on Bumgarner. I understand that he had the Yankees on his no trade list, but money talks. So if the Yankees can't get Cole Strasburg, you pivot to Plan B, Wheeler, Bumgarner. And you see, you know, you can throw money at them. I mean, you throw money at mm-hmm. Bumgarner more than Cole, more than Wheeler, excuse me, uh, because Wheeler isn't worth as much as Mad Bum. But it, that three hundred million dollars can't get Cole. Throw it to Mad Bum because money talks. As we yeah, we, we yeah. see it in this league, money talks. Mm-hmm. Ben, Manny Machado went to the Padres for the money. There's no denying yeah. that he went. We all know he went for the money. He, I mean, he didn't say directly in his press conference and in his introductory press conference, but you could, you could basically tell that he went there for the money. You look at his contract too; like it benefits him five years. The guy can opt out in, four, in like four years from now, and I think he also has like a house benefit in there. It's a whole thing. He went there for the money, really? and why not? Uh, also, they have a young core in San Diego, and it's a beautiful city. Yeah, they do. Mm-hmm. But he went for the money. If if the Tigers offered him that much, he would probably go. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I agree. Money does talk, uh, especially when it comes to pitchers, you know, that are getting some talked about like that. Um, Cole had all the uh, all the hype about him, which I think just raised uh, his value. And you know he's just gonna he's just gonna go to whatever team gives him the more money, um, which is hopefully the Yankees. But we'll see, you know. Um, so another topic that uh, I saw actually uh, before I go on before oh, I go on okay. I saw like an article and MLB MLB uh, executive I'm a MLB scout 
I think it was, he said, Yankees are the front runner for Garrett Cole. I didn't even click on that article because I didn't want to get my hopes up. I'm like, yeah, no, 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 yeah. No, no, no. We'll, we'll see what happens in January when Cole signs, okay? We'll see what happens then. I'm not getting my hopes up now. Uh, front runner is just that. We'll see when he when he sits down with teams to meet with them. That's when you get co- so crazy. But not yet. He's not signing until January, like Scott Boner said. So we got time. Mm-hmm. Next topic now. Um, okay, so uh, Wainwright to the Cardinals. Um, which... Bye-bye, Plan C. Yep. Um, you know, I'm happy. Bye-bye, Plan C. But, uh, that the that the Yankees didn't get him, um, because if they were considering getting him, who knows who they would have uh, not got not gotten. Obviously, it would have been a small contract, you know that can uh, that can go a long way. I think, at least. One year deal, him going back to the St. Louis. Why not? You know he's a St. Louis guy. Loves him. Mm-hmm. Veteran pitcher. I'm happy St. Louis retains him there. You know, uh, he just been that was a plan C for me. If the Yankees couldn't get plan C. a plan A, couldn't get a plan B, you know, you salvage something with the win, right? So I don't really I think, care. I think, plan C, um, I think plan C in Cashman's mind was actually Jordan Montgomery, which I don't see how that's the solution, but right. okay, whatever, whatever, whatever you're thinking, Cashman. <laughs> I, I don't yeah, no, see how that's the solution. I don't Jordan I don't Montgomery. I don't see Monty either as a solution. I don't. You're right. I don't see Monty. Uh, come on. I mean, I know he was saying, Monty, we have in-house guys. Yeah, 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 yeah. You don't have good in-house guys. You want to win a World Series, you got to go out-house. Yeah. Out exactly. of the house. Out of the house, Cashman. Let's go. Fresh air. Smell the fresh air. Let's go. Yep. Get Cole. Get, get someone. We need a big guy to win the World Series. Time to go out there and reel them in. Yep. Okay, so uh, something else. Um, a few days ago, I think it was uh, it was on the 11th, I think, that uh, I got a notification. Mets interested in Dylan Betances. And it said, New York reportedly looking at reliever to help bolster bullpen. And I I even I even said that like that could ruin my day. You know, I... I, I was I was upset, because I, I just I don't know I just think Dellen Betances is the best reliever in the league. That's well, that's what I think. He is the best reliever in the league. He is so good when he is healthy. It's not even normal. He is so good. Yeah, he does have um he does have a problem staying healthy. But when he is healthy, he is so good and he, and he is worth it. You know um that Achilles injury, uh um he should be able to come back from it. Hopefully, um a hundred percent. And if the Yankees do re-sign him, um, I don't think they're going to regret it. Uh, he hasn't pitched like a, you know, like a real, like he hasn't done real pitching in over a year or like closer to a year and a half. And, um, you know, we can't just do that, you know? Um, we, can't, we can't just give him away. Yeah, even though he hasn't pitched in a year and a half. I just think that we need we need him, you know. He he is a great addition to the bullpen. He brings a lot of energy to the team and I just think he's the best uh, reliever in the league. And the fact that he might go to the Mets, that just makes it a whole lot worse. Like a whole lot worse going to the Mets. You know, if fine the Yankees don't have room for him or whatever, they don't want to pay or whatever. Fine, I'll be upset, but him going to the Mets, come on. They're not supposed to have a good, a good bullpen. The Batances will just up their bullpen like crazy, you know? He is so good. That's what I have to say. No, I don't know, okay? I don't know. Here's, here's the reason why. If he's not, excuse me, if he's not healthy, if Dellen is not healthy, you don't bring him back. If they bring him back, it's going to be on a one-year deal. It's not going to be that much. Like you said, and you bring him back and he tries again next year. I think for him, coming back to the Yankees will be big. Okay? It will, it will, be, it will be big for his value next year if he comes back to the Yankees. I feel like he'll have that safety net knowing they have the best bullpen in the league. But if he really wants to challenge himself, go to the Mets. Look, I know they're not supposed to have a good bullpen like you said. Like, it's the Mets. Yeah, I'll be even – I'll be – 
very frustrated if he goes to the Mets. But but I'm not surprised the Mets are in on him because they need relievers. You know, Brody, before Will Smith signed with the Braves yesterday, he was trying to get him. I think there was a report he was trying to trade Edwin Diaz and then to get Will Smith. Uh, trade Diaz away, get, clear up a roster spot, clear up space, get Smith. That's, that didn't work, so now they're going to try to pick it for, for Matanz this year. And if they do, if they, I'm telling you, if the Mets get him for three years, I'll be laughing because I don't think this guy, you know, if they get him for like a three-year deal, that's a huge risk because you don't know how he's going to be. Yeah. So it's it's gonna be a, a short money war. Like he's not gonna yeah. get that much. I think the Yankees. Mm-hmm. Like I know Cashman wants him back. He said it. You know he said that he's been talking to them. He's been talking to his agents. He wants him back. Uh, but if you know if the yeah look on one end like if the Yankees can't get Patances back, you're I'll be kind of okay with it. If they can't get Patances because they need to get Cole, I'll be okay with it. At the end of the day. Tantis isn't a need for the Yankees. It would be great to have him. I love him. Like you, like like you said, he's one of the best pitchers in baseball, one of the best relievers in baseball when healthy. But if they can't get him, if it's too much, then I'm okay with it. I love him, but it's, uh, it's business at the end of the day. Got to move on from him. To yeah, the Mets, he's... though, would be very would be very annoying, like you said. But. Yeah. Also, he's an AL pitcher, so if he goes to the Mets and he stinks it up like Diaz did in his first year, and let fans are, I think that would be bad for him. AL team, hey Dallin, if you're listening to this and you 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 want to go to a team and uh, not the Yankees itself, you can go to an AL team. If you go to an NL team and you get that one year contract, yeah. I don't think it will be out because he's an AL guy. We saw Edwin, excuse me, we saw Edwin Diaz this year. Right, he was 57 saves at Seattle. He went to the NL. I'm not even sure if it was the Mets or was it just the fact that he was in the NL, but he gave up a homer like every time he came into the bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, like telling Batances. Um, yeah, I think it will be like a one-year contract. I just, I just can't see him go. You know, he's been Yankee his whole life. If you think about it, he's kind of a veteran. Like, he played with Jeter, you know? He, he's kind of a veteran. And uh, I just I just can't see him anywhere else. Like, when I found out that he tore his Achilles, I was, like, I was, wow. I was so upset. Uh, I, I, like, I just thought he was so, we needed him so badly. Or we didn't need him even. He just would have boosted our bullpen playoffs, so yeah. much. That's an awesome game. Given us, in, yeah, in the playoffs, given us such an advantage. And, you know, he just, it just happened. So that's why I just think he's such an advantage. You know, he, can, he himself can bring up a whole bullpen. He can. He can. Uh, uh, clearly, I'm not trying to make excuses here, but, you know, Houston was a better team, and we know that. But, I think the Yankees would he would have helped the Yankees a whole lot if he was on the roster for the postseason. Their bullpen was yes, their bullpen was overtaxed and it wasn't that good, but he would have provided a lot of depth in that bullpen. It was a good bullpen, yeah. but you know you can always improve on things, right? So he would have provided a, provided a really big boost for the Yankees should he have been on the roster, but he wasn't. Yeah. And I'm not saying he's the reason why they lost, but it was just unfortunate not to have him there. And, Really hope he's able to come back uh, bigger and stronger because when he's when he's on, he's he's one of the best relievers in baseball and he's so fun to watch. Go Yankee, come, come so, coming uh, back one, or not? I just want to see him healthy. Never want to see a guy be hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I just felt so bad. You know, not even like as a Yankee fan, just yeah. like like for him, not not for like. For the Yankees, fans. I just felt bad. For he him. heard it because it he just came. He heard back. it and he was he jumping just, up and down mm-hmm. like eight pitches. Yeah, strikeout! I uh, finally first strikeout in a year. Bang! He didn't. He didn't throw. He didn't throw a single ball. That those eight pitches, they were all strikes, and yeah, you just got to feel bad for him. He pitched so well those eight pitches, even though it is just eight pitches. It just showed that you know he. Um, you know, he's back, I guess. Those eight pitches showed it, and I just felt so bad for him. You know, he just came back. He was so excited. He Like, he just showed it. He showed his emotions. He jumped up and down, 
and uh, just happened to tear his Achilles. So I just felt bad for him. Yeah, I never want to see you guys. So one, one thing that caught my attention was um, Tyler Austin went to Japan. <laughs> what do you think um, about that? We'll see. It could be a Greg Bird or Hunter Pence route. I mean, he was on the Yankees. He had a he had some great moments as a Yankee. The fight with Joe Kelly. Uh, I I I miss yeah, I miss Tyler same, Austin. Same. He's wow. so good, man. I, uh, I miss him. Uh, the fight with. Uh, Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. The fight with Kelly, he had some big hits, too. He's just, he yeah, was... yeah, that was, he had a good, he got a good punch. <laughs> yeah, and Judge he just, just charged the mound. And... Threw it through yeah, the and then back you see down Judge. and came around battling. Yeah. Woo! Yeah, and then you see Judge Put Kelly just in the headlock, yeah. holding, yeah, and then he's holding back six people himself, you know? Oh, that was, those are good he's, times. Yeah, it's just. Yeah, uh, he went to refer to them to the twins. That was that was like an emotional. Now uh, that was a little bit of emotion. Yeah, yeah. Traded them to the twins, but it was just so fun to see him. Uh man, those guys like Austin and Torres, they weren't the best guys, but they were, they were still one of the, uh, the hardest yeah. of the team. I I still remember Austin slams his bat down, it breaks, and then he comes yeah, back. Was, I, I, the uh, next day, I, I school remember the next day, I um. I don't know. I was trying to reenact what he did, so it was like a, we were like having some free time in the classroom. Whatever, I threw down a, I threw a marker down to the ground. Like I was, I was like trying to like make the marker be the bat. I was trying to like do my Tyler impression, and then the, I think the cap broke or something. Um, it was like it was, and the marker still still worked and all that. I think a little bit of the, like that cap came off. Like the, it, it wasn't. I threw it down like hard, like Austin. I don't know. I, I was, I got a little crazy, yeah. and I was like, well, once I did that, I was like, yeah, okay, a... calm down. Uh, we won that game, and he's I was so hyped for the one. fight. <laughs> wow. Yeah, fights got you hyped up. Yeah, like uh, was it? the Yankees and Tigers had like two fights in one game, I think, yeah, uh, a yeah, couple yeah. years ago. So they, they got you pumped up. Guys will get suspended, but they yeah. got you pumped up. Yeah. Uh, my question is, why would you just like go to Japan? Like, I know because he went to the Giants. He went to the Dodgers. Went to the Giants. He went to the Brewers. Didn't work out. They didn't like him. Free agent. Nobody wanted him. We said, you know, I'll just go to Japan. Japan. Yeah. By the way, look at Tanaka from Japan. Otani's from Japan. They they produce yeah, some but, of the best players in that league. So yeah. Go and prove. Why do you think exactly, exactly? But you go to you come from Japan. Players come from Japan because they're good. You don't go to Japan. But you go maybe – but there's something so, about Japan that makes you good. There's something about the league that makes you a good – you're not a good player by accident. So yeah, he's, but, he's probably like – he's, he's starting from squash now. You want to – so you think he, he wants to come back to the Definitely, major league? he wouldn't. I mean, if, he still has time. And he's, he's not that old, right? Still a guy with a lot of – No, he's not old. guy with a lot of time left, so you can – it's a one-year deal with the Japan, the Japan League team, you know, from Tyler Austin. Yeah, go there, improve your game, you know, just be there for the a year. Yokohama. Yeah. Base stars. Be there for a year. Yeah, he's 28. He's pretty young. Exactly. So go there. It will help you out. It's a one-year deal. Improve yourself mm-hmm. for a year. Come back, come back on the free agency market next year. Teams in a back of first baseman, you're the guy. And, or if you're very, very good, you'll be a starting first baseman. Yeah. Or a left fielder. Um, you can, I feel like you can play both. Left fielder? <laughs> I, don't <know. laughs> I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Bro, I, I, I just wish him the best players. in, uh, in uh, Japan. Hope he comes back better than ever. Yeah, me too. He's, I, I, I don't yeah, think he'll be on the Yankees, but I wish him the best. I never, you know, when I never, um, I'm shocked we never got to see Austin Kelly part. You like they were on, the, they were in the same division, Giants and Dodgers. But when I met, either one guy was injured, or one guy didn't play that game, or one, or Kelly didn't pitch that game, or when he did pitch, Austin was on the bench, he was hurt. Was, we never got to see, and we had a chance this year. Uh, the Brewers, if the Brewers had not blown that three nothing lead, it would have been Austin against Kelly. A playoff series, but that didn't happen because the Nationals came yeah. back and we all know they yeah, won the World yeah. Series. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. 
speaking of position players, um, so a lot of teams apparently have interest in Miguel Andujar. So what do you think about that? Careful. Be careful. Right? I, I, wouldn't, I would say if it's really good, do it, but don't do it. And if it's not that good, leave it and don't do it. Uh, the off- not the offseason, excuse me, like in the regular season. Uh, like I said, I said, I believe on the first podcast that we did, Gio and Andujar, you let them fight it out, and then you trade them if you have to. Because they're both young guys with a lot of talent. Yeah. And you got a lot of versatile guys. So if it comes up, opportunity rises, you trade them. So I would say let Gio and, and uh, Miguel battle it out in spring training for the starting job. Whoever gets the backup job, they'll just be on the bench. And, you know, they're, they're, there's going to be games where they'll come off the bench or they'll start. It's a long season if they're bad. Or if one guy's clearly better than the other because they're both very young, then you trade Andor. Or trade Rochelle, the loser. Trade the loser. I don't think the Yankees would trade Rochelle. No, no, trade the loser. Trade the loser if you need to. You trade the loser, but Maybe trade both. No, don't trade both. Trade one. Like if, if let's say Rochelle yeah. is clearly better. Let's say we're okay. The season starts. It's you know underway. Good for a few months in, we see okay. Rochelle is clearly into our side, but Rochelle is just like. Another level, you trade Andujar, right? I wouldn't. He, yeah. So the Braves, I, I think I have interest in him. Um, I wouldn't say trade him now from the Yankees. You leave him. If it, if it's a really good deal, you take it. Because a lot of the good deals, a lot of the a lot of the good offers, they'll come here in the offseason. They won't come during the regular season because then teams already know what they have, what they have, and what you know they're they've already seen some things. So the best deals, I feel like the best offers will come. Now, these next few months. So, if you're the Yankees and a great one rises up, rises out of the fire, take it. What do you think his value is? You know, a young player, a lot of potential. 24 million? No, just, I think he's 24 years old, so he's got time. He's got a lot of oh. time. Oh, okay. right? His value, I don't know. I think it depends what teams are offering him. Uh, in terms of major leaguers, he's worth a couple of them at least. He got a lot of potential. We saw yeah. in his rookie year. I know he was hurt. Yeah, I know he, he has to improve on his defense. We didn't really. I think he has though, because he's had, you know, he'll, he'll, by the time the season starts or February rolls around for spring training, let's start there. He'll, he'll have, have a lot, lot of time. Have a lot of time. Yeah. yeah, and it was rehabbing. Mm-hmm. I've seen videos of him hitting, right? but his defense needs work. From the last time we saw him, and I think that he's improved on it. Two years away from the game. Well, he's, he played in a few games this year, but let's be honest, he wasn't. He didn't look right. So, I think I'll be fine. If you're the Yankees, you see, I would say, two two major leaguers, and then you got a couple of good prospects in there, or, or like one very, very good prospect. I think that's, that's what he's worth there. He's young, he's 24, and he's got a lot of tools that he can bring to the table. Yeah. And um, also, he's a great guy. You know, I like him. He's uh, he's nice personality. You know, he's one of my you favorites. Know, talking about you know, talking about talent here, but he's all, he's also a good personality that comes with it too. Yeah. But uh, yeah, talent at the end of the day is uh, that's what it's about. Gio obviously has unquestionably uh, better defense. It's not even close. And uh, their hitting is their hitting's about equal, you know? Um, so, you know, we'll just have to see. Maybe one of them could have improved. Um, one of them could have gotten worse. Who knows? You know, it'll, it, it might be a good uh, good battle. Spring to training, we're going to have a, a lot of battles. Base. First base, third base. Going to be very third nice. Going to be a good spring training. Okay. Yeah. Okay, also... Um, so you actually told me about this topic, and I was thinking, you know, why this topic out of nowhere, Romine or or Higgy, um, and then I forgot that Romine was a free agent. So uh, do we resign Romine or do we uh, bring up Higgy for? Higgy has no more. The thing is about Higashioka; he has no more minor league options. You send him down, he got a DFA. Bang! Oh, so now yeah. you got a huge debate. 
Uh, Cashman has been in a lot of. He's been. He's contacted Roman's agents like a few times. He's trying to bring him back, but he also is confident in a guy Shioka. The Yankees believe that he's ready to go. Should he be the backup catcher? And here's my proposal. Before you, before you give your case, I want to give mine here. You re-sign Roman to like a one-year deal. Not a lot, just a nice one-year short deal. Okay. Now, spring training comes. You got two guys and you got one spot. Let them battle it out. And then, late in spring training, you trade the other one. Want to know why I say that? Because scenario one, Roman leaves. Higashioka is the backup catcher. Roman comes back to kill you. Right? He's, he's, that's how he's a Yankee killer. What did you get out of Roman leaving? Nothing. You have a DFA Gashioka, a team, team will pick him up. And then, you, you know, mm-hmm. so you, you lose one, right? They're both very good. You know, Roman is more experienced, but we both saw them this season. Both liked them. That's another great moment. That's some great moments as the backup or the starting catcher as the Yankees when Sanchez was out and Roman was on the bench or Gashioka was on the bench. You you might you might as well get something out of them. It's not going to be a huge trade. You might as well get a prospect. You know, get something. Maybe, you know, um, yeah. When Sanchez was out, uh, Roman was, yeah. When Sanchez was out, he was the, um, you know, the main catcher. And then Higashioka, when Roman couldn't go like what three days in a row, I think. Um, then Higashioka came in, but yeah, Higashioka did do pretty good. Obviously, Romine's defense is, um, I, I think it's better. You know, he's more skilled, uh, and it's just better defense. And they're hitting, uh, you know, Higashioka's been hitting at a major league level. Um, you know, he's been in quite a few major league games, and Romine, he's been in a bunch, a lot more major league games than Higashioka. He has more experience, but you know we'll have to see. Uh, we'll have to see. Austin, you know, uh, to be honest with you, I was I, I was actually thinking a lot about this today and how big this is uh, for the Yankees. I was thinking today and what they, what should they do? And I'll be okay with with either of them because they're both very good. But I'll also be upset if you know for the one that leaves. However, I'll be I'll also be okay if we get something. For the loser, so you let them. You you sign Romine, and the only problem would be was with uh, with Romine is that he signs and is like he either takes he he takes two. There's two approaches. Should they bring back Romine? Should Romine agree to sign with the Yankees again? One of them is I'm signing. Do I really want to sign back if I know I'm going to be traded? Number two, the I I can be better with this because he when he signs if he if he resigns. He will instantly know I'm in a backup battle with Kyla Gashioka. So either this this will give him the motivation and the and the opportunity to raise his game or plummet and say, I don't want to come back here if I'm gonna be traded. The pressure is too much. I'm headed to another team. Half one, Higgy. I think I think I don't think Roman wants to go to another team, even if it is a battle. He'll be a star if he goes to another team. He's very good. Yeah, you're right. He is. He would be a starter. It's just Gary Sanchez is. You know, he's one of the best catchers in the league. So you can't, you can't start Roman over. But undoubtedly, any other team, he would be a starter. Almost any other team, and he's a catcher. So um, you know, because catchers, you know, they're they're not usually good at hitting. Love his hustle. That's not their. Uh, I love his heart and yeah. I love his hustle. Yeah, yeah, I love, I love Roman, and he's also a, a veteran. He's been on the Yankees. He's, Whole career, and you know, I, I just have something with veterans. I just don't like trading them, like what I said before, like the Tansis, um, you know, Romine. He's been someone who's been on the really. Yankees let me ask you career. something. Um, Jacoby Ellsbury, mm-hmm. veteran. Okay. Would you trade him? Um, not a Yankee. I know a, he's not, not a Yankee his whole career. Okay, he's not a Yankee his whole career, but he's been here for the last six, five, five six. It's not. Yeah, it's not about. Yeah, I like veterans in general, but it's more like... <laughs> I know, um, that was a rhetorical question. Just, Continue. <laughs> yeah. Like Cameron Maven. I, I like Cameron Maven. 
because he's a veteran. He's a free agent, too. Obviously, he's not a Yankee veteran, but yeah. Uh, Cameron Maven. I don't like him um, because he is a veteran. I, I also like him because of his talent and, and um, you know, his personality. And also, yeah, because he's a veteran. But, no, I don't, I don't like all veterans. Like, um, like Tua Linsky. You know, I, I didn't see what was the point of bringing him to the Yankees. Uh, he's a veteran. But, yeah, like I said, I just have something in veterans, especially Yankee veterans. But, um, yeah, role mine, uh, I think, is, uh, yeah, I think role mine, um, and you got Shioka, yeah, that'd be a good battle. Should have happened. It should have happened. They got to reassign role mine first, mm-hmm. see what he wants, and, and, uh, all that. You know, when I think about it, I also, there's also something that you have with the Yankee veterans, uh, you just don't want them to leave. You get so accustomed to them. Uh, will they bring back Mabin though? We can we can discuss that. Mabin or Gardner if they have to pick one, right? Because look, Gardner, you're gonna obviously. have Andrew Mark coming back, so you're gonna have you know, matter of choose between Mabin or Gardner. And I was saying this in the first episode too, uh, that if you're gonna bring back Mabin, you're bringing him back on this one year minor league deal, so he starts out in AAA. Yeah. Unless he doesn't have any any options left, then you get any have to make a decision. And I choose Gardner over Maven. Sorry, Cameron, just Gardner's been a guy for a, a Yankee for eleven years, and you can't part with that. Yeah, but yeah, they're they're both gonna be on one year deals. Um, should you get should, a one year uh, deal? You get a one year deal. Everyone. Exactly. Exactly. Come to the Yankees. Get a one year deal. <laughs> yeah. That's a, that's that's a lot of one year deals. One year deal. Um, but yeah, you know, a lot of people have been thinking that Gardner will have a a down season. Um, you know, it could happen. Yeah, you know, he got old, but he's getting better. Um, and yeah, he got he was better uh, that last season, or uh, I guess yeah, the season that just happened last season, whatever. Um. Yeah, we are in off season, so it was last season. Um, yeah, he was he was uh, that was his career year last season. Um, you know, it could it could just go up from there, or he could just be uh, the same Brett Gardner that he was um, years before last season. Uh, you know, which which I'm fine with uh, because he just his heart and uh, and his hustle alone is is uh, good enough. Obviously, him hitting uh, what was it, twenty nine home yeah. runs in the regular season. You know that just that's just a bonus. Twenty nine home runs and um, yeah, great defense. Obviously, all around, always great defense by Brett Gardner. He's so clutch too. Like he has so many clutch homers. Mm-hmm. He's very yeah. good in the field. He, he's very clutch. He may be old, but he's he's yeah, good. I love, I love Brett Gardner. Gardner may be old, but he's still a good guy to have around. And it's still a good player out there in the field. He'll give you, he'll give it his all every night. He'll work. I I wish they retire his number. They should when he retires. He's one of the should. players. That... I don't know if he's done enough though. He's only he only has one is, World Series championship. Should the Yankees win the World Series in twenty twenty, God willing, um, he would have two. Um, but you know, the fact that like they didn't. I don't know, because, like, they didn't retire Paul O'Neill's number or, I don't know, who else? Who else number should they retire that they didn't? It's like, you know, Brett Gardner. Andy Pettit. Andy Pettit CC. also, they didn't retire. CC, I, I'm pretty sure CC's number is going to get retired. Um, but, CC's, uh, I don't know. I don't, is Cohn, I, I don't, don't think, think Cohn is, or is he? Cone, Cone, uh, no, I don't think his number is retired. No, it's not. Deserves um, that. David Wells, you know, I mean, when, when he David, was here, he was da- good, but he was also a Red if, Sox, so who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Is that, yeah. that playing anything? But, Maybe not. No, because, but I think the thing, I, I think the reason why David Cohn's number wasn't retired was because he was on the Mets for yeah. most of his career. He just finished his career with the Yankees. Obviously, he had a, he had a perfect game with the Yankees, um, but for most of his career, he was on the Mets. So, but 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 
Brett Gardner, you know, being on the Yankees your entire career, that's a huge advantage. Uh, like CC Sabathia, he wasn't on the Yankees. He started on the Indians and the Brewers. Then he went to the Yankees. Obviously, uh, most of his career was on the Yankees, but Brett Gardner was the Yankee um, since he started. Um, yeah, you're right. I just so, play it when yeah. they when they when the committee gets together and says, "Should we retire this guy's number?" Yeah, it helps that you're Yankee your whole your whole career because mm-hmm. your roots are you're, you have Yankee roots and you have Yankee endings. Or, or when like, when the tree fully grows, the Yankees are on the top of it. You know, there's no in between stuff. Or no like, uh, uh, that those are you out and then you have the Yankee uh, seeds come in. Like Derek Jeter, I'm sure. Um, other than the fact that he's probably the greatest baseball player to ever live, uh, him being on the Yankees his entire career probably, uh, you know, boosted. I'm sure there's no question. Like, yeah, this guy in, in his second year as the Yankee, yeah, we're retiring this guy's number uh, when he retires. Think Mariano? Yeah. Think, you think Mariano would have gotten his number retired if he had not played for the Yankees his whole career? Um, yeah, I would. Think so? Even with all that? No doubt about it. Even with all 100%, that? 100%. 100%. He, he was uh, the greatest reliever, um, probably the greatest But what if he was on the Yankees ever. and he was still that? So, what are you saying? Would Mario, I'll say okay, Mario. What, what, how, how long was his? Right. To the NBA, yeah, yeah, right? no, I would, get what would you're he, saying. Would he get his number retired still as a Yankee? All the if he went was, to another team? If he went to another team, would he still get his number retired? No, no way. If he switched, if he was on another team before the Yankees, then obviously. Um, but if he went to another team, you know, after, then he didn't retire Yankees. Babe so Ruth didn't retire no Yankees. Babe, Babe Ruth was different, you know. Babe he went Ruth to the Braves was, and then he ended his career. Yeah, he was, but he was the greatest player to oh, ever. Who's, now I thought you said he um, was the greatest player to ever live. I said one of. I said one of. Uh, no, it's a, it's a make a decision. Babe Ruth, obviously. <laughs> both very good. Obviously, I haven't seen all the footage of Babe Ruth, and you know, you just hear the stories, uh, all his home runs. You know, the, the uh, called shot, but Derek Jeter. You know, you get to watch it. But Babe Ruth was a Red Sox too. That's why he's. He yeah. started out his career as a Red uh, Sox. Yeah, he's an that's exception weird that he got his number retired. He's an exception. Dave Wolf is an exception because he was that good. Yeah. I think if Jeter started as a Red Sox, he would also, that would also be a, an exception. Sure. That's Derek Jeter. I don't, I don't think that's why A-Rod got his number retired. Besides, besides uh, the steroids, he was on, he was on the Mariners and the Rangers, so... I don't think he got. I think that's why his number isn't retired. Who knows if he if he even gets to the yeah. Hall of Fame, which is a topic for another time. But, uh, I I think A Rod, no doubt. He might. He does because of the steroids. But then again, if you're gonna put Big Poppy in, you might as well put A Rod in. I mean, it's a, we'll see what happens in a few in a few years when he's on the ballot. Yeah. But the thing is, you don't have enough. You don't have enough numbers for everybody else. You know, you have how many numbers do the Yankees have retired? Over twenty. It's more than. More than any other team, I think like twenty five, and you know, I think Hideki Matsui's number wasn't retired because he was but, good for like um, he was good, but he was really only that good for one year. And now it's year they won the whole thing, he, but he needed to be. Consistent. He was the he was the clutchest playoff Godzilla. Um, yeah, he was so good in two thousand nine. Oh my goodness! In the World Series MVP, games, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. 100%. What do you have in that game? Six RBIs? Uh, seven RBIs? Yeah, I think like six or seven. I don't know. He had a, I think he had seven. He didn't get every run. He didn't get every run. Somebody else. I remember when they scored. I forgot. It, I forgot. But I remember, I remember they scored another run. And, and it wasn't a deck. I have no idea. All, all I remember was Hideki. You, no. Insane in that game. He had six RBIs. He said he had seven. They only scored, the Yankees only scored seven runs in that game. They won seven to three. The deck got uh, eight different six of them. Somebody else drove in another one. Yeah, Forgot who it was though. So <laughs> yeah, I remember that one. So I mean, I, I don't vividly remember it, but when I see the documentary, I, like I've seen that documentary over and over again. So 
I know it's yeah. That, that's a that's a classic right there. Um, let's see. So Yankees bad. And it was amazing that game. Um, yeah, yeah. So it was it was Mark Teixeira. Yeah, yeah, you're right. Matsui, Matsui had six RBIs. Teixeira had one. That was it. All right. And you know to think, Mark. We didn't even discuss Mark Teixeira's number not being retired. Yeah, but he was on the Angels before. Yeah, he was, he was on a lot of teams, actually. He was on the Nick Swish Rangers. Nick Swisher also retired. He was on our team. Yeah. No, but Mark Teixeira, Swish- I, I think he's Mark, Mark Teixeira is something else. Yeah, yeah. Personality is very nice. I love it, yeah. Um, for me, I one of his biggest it. moments uh, against Boston, right? Boston clinched the division. Yeah. And then he had a grand slam, so they didn't celebrate on the Yankees' field. That was hilarious. That was one of the... No, that- I, think one, I think one of my favorite moments of... Mark Teixeira was when they were at the Red Sox and they were trailing nine nothing, and Mark Teixeira had up. like yep. he I think he had like nine RBIs that game. Oh, he had a lot but of them. I know. Sw- he had a, I think he had like three home runs. He really. started. He started the whole thing in the sixth inning. Though nine nothing home run in the sixth inning. It's nine to one. I think, and then I think he had another home run later that game. He was just unstoppable. I don't even know you had that key back from 9 nothing. They won 15-9. Yeah. How, do you, how, how, do you, how do you even do that in four innings? Like, you're down no, no. thinking the game's over. Basically, that's what all MLB teams seem to think most of the time, and then they just come back. You know? and it, it was no, crazy. But what surprised that me the most was team, the man. fact that the Yankees pitching, they gave up nine runs in the first four innings yeah. and didn't give up a single run afterwards. Yeah. Whoever, whoever, yeah, whoever I, pitched those final few innings was amazing. He's the unsung hero of that game. And I remember the last, yeah, the 15th run was uh, Jeter the ground ball. The guy, the shortstop slipped and Jeter was safe and then scored another run. Yeah. But um, I remember, I, I, still, also... I, I, I can't, I remember like still when I, I actually was on a, I, I didn't watch that game. I just heard and I was like, I went to the highlights and I was like, whoa. <laughs> My dad actually was the one who told me. They came back, and I was like, we, really? So I went to the watch highlights, and I just couldn't stop watching the highlights. Like, even a few years later, I remember myself watching I watched those highlights. That. I watched those highlights Crazy. like 10 times. It's, just, a, it's a great game. Wow. What a, what a comeback there. That 2012 team was amazing. It's, and it still blows my mind that they got swept by the Tigers. But then again, they had Verlander and Scherzer and Porcello all in their yeah. prime, So The 2012, they had, you know, you think about it now, they have, had such brand names on their team in 2012. They had a crazy team. They just man, they just I remember that team. Age. I remember they went like I think they went like nine games in a row at one point. It was just so fun to watch them. So uh, my first ever Yankee game was in that year. Martin, you know, walk off home. Russell Martin walk off home against the Mets. It was just such a fun team to watch. I know that they, they didn't win the World Series, but it goes up there with like that 2017 team. Guys, teams they didn't win a World Series. Uh, well, yes. That's the Yankee matter. You want to win a World Series. It's a failure of a season. There are still a lot of good times within those seasons. So that, that you remember. That you remember. Like, we had a lot of good times this season. Right. Which, um, you, you will, teams, there, there will be guys that will be talking about this next man up team down the road. Yeah. Um, which I, I think we have planned for a future episode uh, naming our top 10 Yankee moments this, this uh, season or something like that. Top 10. Top eleven, something like that. Um, which brings me to the point. Uh, I actually got a question, Marvin. I know you wanted, uh, you know. Yes. Reach into that uh, fan yeah. bag, baby. Yeah, Let's one of go. Uh, one of my friends. One of my friends asked me. Um, he asked. Who was it? Who was it? Shout out! You, shout him out! I, I don't think he. I don't think he wants to. All right, um, fine. Just go. He shouted out. I'll, I'll shout him out. Question. I'll, yeah, I'll ask him. I'll ask him if he wants to be shouted out. Um, in the next episode, time, uh, mm-hmm. in the next episode, yeah. Um, but he asked, "Why are we doing this podcast now? You know, the season's over already. Why would you do it now?" Um, so the question, the uh, answer that I have for you uh, is, you know, we I think we discussed it in the first episode, but not briefly. Um, you know, it's such a hard off season, uh, especially when when you don't win the World Series. Um, you know, and we, and we just want to, we just want to, um, you know, go, you know, we just want to suffer together, you know, everyone together. We're going to suffer. Why not suffer all the Yankee fans together? 
um, talking about the Yankees, you know, um, flashbacking to our moments this season, you know, just having a good time about it, you know, remembering things that happened this season, things to look forward to off season, the positivity that we might win the World Series next season, and, you know, just, just everything like that. Um, just uh, everything that that the Yankee fans miss about this season, uh, about last season, and uh, what we have to look forward to next season. That's Which a good answer. Why I think we made this podcast. That's a good answer. Uh, you know, first of all, to the person who asked it, thank you and uh, congratulations on being the first ever uh, fan to ask a question uh, on the podcast or for the podcast. Uh, my answer to you is like what Eli said on the night the Yankees lost. I told him that we'll suffer through this together. Uh, to be uh, to be honest with you, I've been uh, I've always had a dream of making a podcast or being in a podcast, and you know, I'm just trying to find someone okay who would help me out here because I yeah I, I know I can do one on my own, but I feel like it's a lot better with someone else and a guy like Eli with his personality. It was just you know I felt like it was meant to be so. Uh, you know, we, it was, and it's very, it was about the Yankees, the team that I follow. I feel like the most out of all the teams I like. It's it's just really it's great to talk about them, even in the off season. You know, you miss how much you miss them, and how 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 excited you are to see what they do to get better. Because this this is a team that has so much history. Uh, they bring a lot of people together throughout the city of New York, and just. It's, it's, it's being a fan of the Yankees is is really brings a lot of happiness. It brings a lot of togetherness, and to make a, a and uh, you know I've had a lot of I've had a lot of people tell me that uh, hey you should get into the podcast business. I was like oh really? And I'm like yeah you'd be good you'd, you'd be great at it. I'm like all right. So I was like thinking all right who can how can I do this? What would it be about all that? And you know it was actually Eli's idea to start this. So thank you Eli for. Yeah. Uh, including me in your idea, and so I, I answer to, my answer to you would be so we can this we can suffer suffer together, suffer through this together, mm-hmm. and then when the season comes, we can be excited together and just Talk hopefully together. together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just all togetherness. And, you know, people might think, how we how do we not run out of ideas for episodes? I mean, there's no games going on right now. There's no activity. There's actually a lot more activity than you think. You know, all the uh, all the rumors, all the updates, um, everything that's happening, everything that's going to happen. You know, free agents, all this, all that. Um, things that we think about this season. You know, flashbacking, just some things. We have the great, things great in the episodes years. planned. Yeah, we do. Uh, got a lot of ideas in store. A lot of debates that will be coming. Um, your way as we continue to suffer through this off season, which is honestly, um, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I was thinking, hey, uh, the off season's here, right? And this gives you a lot of time to unwind and just you know detach yourself so you can be even more excited for the uh, when the season comes. And also, also uh, people, some people say like, why can't the Yankees be on a year? Because you wouldn't appreciate it, right? You get up for those seven months or however many months the, the season is. You get up for those months because you know that those you're not gonna get those months back. Like those other those few months without it are, you know, they're painful. You feel lonely. If Yankee baseball is on 365 days a year, you wouldn't appreciate it because it was always yeah. on. You take it for granted. But with the 162 games plus the playoffs, they're special because you know that they only come once a year. Yeah, and um, you know, like I said, I. I don't take advantage of having a game every single day. Right. You know, that's just, that's just the, just the thing about it. Every other sport, like football, once a week your team plays. Right. Basketball and hockey. Basketball once every, every two, two days. days. Right. Once every two days. Every single day, you know. Like, like you, you're thinking, like, I don't know how I feel during during the baseball season. Just like, yeah, I'm, I'm so excited to watch the Yankee game today. Um, you know, like, let's say – the Knicks are playing. Um, I have to wait another day to watch yeah. them. You know, it's, it's not every day. Well, they're not watching. They're not, not saying that they're fun to watch. They're saying like, yeah, mm-hmm. you're watching your favorite team. Oh, I want to watch them. You know, just yeah. the Yankees are on. You know, you just can't wait day. to watch them. You can't wait to watch them. Mm-hmm. 
which is something I love about baseball every single day again. And even though you have 15 games in a row, when you have that off day, you suffer. You know? Now you uh, suffer. I feel like that kind of makes an off day good, right? Because you, you don't really have that. And that off day gives you the chance to kind of appreciate the long season that, that every mm-hmm. baseball team has. That off day is tough, obviously, but it just gives you a chance to regroup and take a step back and say, wow, you know, what a great thing it is being a baseball fan every other, every day or, you know, sometimes every other day, just your game, a game. You can watch it. Yeah. And it's, it's so even, lucky it's, you have it's a game so, every single day. It's even, it's a lot, it's a lot finer when your team is good. When your team is good, yeah. it's all, it's, you, you really love it. Fun. So much fun to watch, which is why you know you one of the reasons I I I, I love the Yankees because I you know you know they're always going to be good. They have not had a losing season. They're always going to be exciting. You have not had a they have not had yeah. a losing season in, in the, over two decades. I believe it's twenty seven twenty seven years, years. twenty seven seasons. They have not had a losing record, and that's amazing. Even the years they look there, yeah. there'll be years where I, oh wait, it was disappointing that they make the playoffs, but like twenty sixteen. 2015, just, I don't know, 2014, no, 2015, they made it. 2014, 2016. Yeah, they didn't win it. You were excited. They still had a winning season. Yeah, they had a winning, you were, ex- you were excited. And we're not saying winning season is something like to be proud of. It is, it is, it is something yeah, to be proud of, but World Series is the ultimate goal. It's not like, it's yeah. like the years, the you know, kind of less you through the, the offseason a little bit. Yeah. Um, and also, you know, we're so fortunate to be from New York, mm-hmm. you know, to be um, – because, you know, we're Yankee fans. Uh, obviously, uh, the other teams let us down, but uh, just the uh, just the Yankees just, you know – They shoot they, you they up. Kind of makes up for it, yeah, I guess. You know, you have um, – you have the Yankees to to look forward to, and um, and we love doing this podcast also just because of how much we love the Yankees. Good our thoughts um, out too. Yeah, I, lo- uh, yeah, I look forward to doing these podcasts because I love talking about Yankees. Anyone I see on the street, like I would, I would just love to talk about the Yankees, uh, with them. You know, anyone in my school, anyone that wants to talk about the Yankees, I would be, I would gladly want to. Yeah, uh, I like uh, one of the reasons that I, you know, I love a podcast and now the fact I'm on one is it's really I'm grateful for that is I can let my anger out on this. Like, if you if you didn't see if you didn't listen to Tuesday, go listen to Tuesday because you you, you could tell a few from, you know, a few seconds in how I felt. I was angry and but I was like, you know what? It's a, I can let it out here. Like, you, I won't be like nobody would think like, oh, what, why is he screaming? Like, because one of I'm angry and it's a good platform to let out a podcast. Yeah. So it's just it's amazing. So make sure you follow us on Twitter at uh, Bronx Pod and Eli, you can say the Instagram. And also on, and also on Instagram, uh, the underscore Bronx underscore podcast. Mm-hmm. Wait, the Bronx. Uh, uh sorry, uh, the underscore <laughs> Bronx underscore Savages underscore podcast. Yeah, so three yeah. underscores. Um, yeah, make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter uh, is uh, updates, at Bronx uh, Pod. Mm-hmm. New episode comes out on Twitter. Yeah. A lot of polls go up there. If you go look at the yeah. account uh, at Bronx mm-hmm. Pod, and, or you just search up Bronx Savages, really, uh, Bronx yeah. Savages podcast, you would you know, the it's you you would polls, you would see questions, try to interact with you guys, and uh, reach out to the rest of the Yankees universe as uh, we we suffer through this long, long, long off season. And summer come already because that's you know it's, it's these New York teams. One of the reasons why I like the Yankees, like you said a few minutes ago, Eli, is, is these New York teams overall are not good. All right, they're, yeah. All right, I know fans are gonna say the Islanders, the Nets, they're good, yeah, but they're not as good as the Yankees in terms of contending for a championship. Yeah, I know the Islanders are good, but they're like a second round playoff team. I even know they're doing very good right now. I understand that, so. I- this podcast, all right, but 
They got a. They, they still got a lot of. I feel like they got a what seven, eight teams in front of them in terms of winning the cup. Yeah, you got you, you got KD, and then this season's kind of like a development year for you guys. So you you, you also got a ways to go for the Yankees. It's a play a play away and a play or two away from this year. They were a play or two away, and you're in the World Series. The Yankees are just so close, yeah. and they're very consistent too. Like the Islanders, there'll be a couple of years where they're good, and then they'll go back to down. The Nets, they're they're you know a couple of years ago they were the, they were one of the worst teams in the league, right? So also uh, also the Knicks are very good. The Knicks make sure our clown show right now. Knicks are clown show right now. <laughs> <laughs> the Rangers are nope. re- are Rangers Rangers are still in rebuild right now. So and what New York football is atrocious. New York football yeah, is just yeah. pathetic to watch no, every Sunday. <laughs> it's pathetic to watch. You know, and uh, and I don't know why we just. And then I like every other team. Should I keep going? Just, just the Mets, I, every other I team. Like. Yeah, the the Mets are even mediocre right now. Uh, the, the Mets also the no, it stinks. The Mets but can the never problem. really their management. You know, it always pulls them down to the ground. So. The, yeah, you got yeah, Beltran. Uh, you know, usually a lot, always, always every season for the Mets, there's that move that comes back to haunt you. This season, like, I think it, it might have been Strowman. It might have been Strowman in terms of the future of the Mets. They might have been getting Strowman. How? Well, if you're a Mets fan, you would know. You would know. I, I'm not going to say that, but because I'm sure if you're a Mets fan, you would know why I would say that. Strowman, I think, might have hurt them here. Because they didn't make the playoffs this year. So uh, with that, well, this is a long one, a long podcast, really. Uh, so we thank you for listening. Fun one. It was a lot, lot less, lot less, a lot less uh, intense than the Tuesday. But that was our goal tonight: to come on, have some fun, and continue uh, this off-season surge. Man, it's a lot of fun. So thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. On the Avatars podcast. <laughs>